Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC. We are the Triple Takers, Mike Pursuta, Matt Williamson, and Dale Lolly, getting you ready for the NFL Draft. And uh, guys, this is our first post-combine taping of an NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC. Before we get into defensive tackles, which is the tackle du jour, or the topic du jour, I got to tell you... Uh, I'm amazed at what these guys look like, not just how big they are and how fast they run, but the way they carry 280, 290, 300 plus. Uh, I, I just, I've never seen anything like it. Matt, I know you used to do this uh, for a living, uh, boots on the ground, so to speak. How much better these guys look now than even 10 years ago in terms of just overall physique? It blows me away every year. Like, wow, this is even a better looking group, a better prepared group than last year. And then this year, since we didn't have one last year, it seems like forever ago. And I thought the same thing. I mean, there used to be fat guys. There's no fat guys anymore. You know, I mean, I, I always talk about the athletic advantage the defensive front has over the offensive line and the offensive linemen are moving along quickly, but not like the defensive players, the big guys on defense are just uh, evolving at a ridiculous pace. Yeah. I made note of that at the senior bowl. I was watching uh, the, the American team practice and they had Fidarian Mathis and uh, Devonte Wyatt. And those two guys were standing next to each other. And I'm like, they look small. And I thought <laughs> and, uh, until they until the offensive linemen came walked up to them, they, I thought they're like, "Oh, those guys are really thin. They look like running backs or linebackers." And then the offensive linemen walked over to them, like, "Oh no, they're taller than those guys, and they're also still like lean and and just angular." Fit. Yeah, yeah. It, it is remarkable just the emphasis on training and nutrition, and how important this is clearly to these guys. We're just we're really starting to produce a nation of football playing machines. And, uh, hey, I'm all for that because that's going to make for great uh, Sundays <laughs> when everybody can run and hit. Uh, let's start uh, with me because the guy I'm going to mention first, my number five defensive tackle, illustrates my point as well as anyone. DeMarvin Leal at Texas A&M, 6'4", 283. If I looked at this guy just, you know, watching him walk down the street, I think he weighs 240 and he weighs 283. And uh, he can move and he can play inside or outside. It's a little different uh, type of player. I included him with the defensive tackles because he played inside of Texas A&M on passing downs. He rushed from a defensive tackle position a lot. And, hey, if he's getting to the NFL, that's what he's going to do more than anything else is rush the passer from a sub package. But uh, this guy is my poster child for, wow, can you believe what these guys look like? Yeah, he just missed my list, Mike. And, and, and you know, his combine workout was good but it wasn't good, as good as some of these other guys. And, and I like the production that he had last year, at Texas A&M. And to your point, he played all over that line. Um, 280, I don't know. I, I don't know if he can play at the NFL at that, at that weight, uh, depending on, you know, what kind of scheme he goes to and things of that nature. But it, it was tough getting, you know, get, leaving guys like that off. Yeah, he was my, he was my fifth guy. And there was two names that might come up from your guys list that I had a hard time leaving off. I don't love Liao. I mean, I think that everything you said, Mike, I agree with. And you can see why he's a monster recruit. Um, I just don't know that he's super twitchy. You know, like it just doesn't explode off the ball, you know. 
Matt, you actually went with uh, Leal fourth. Travis Jones is your fifth guy. The uh, well, I, I, I should, knows that I should come clean. I, I turned one in pre-combine, and then I reshuffled these a little bit post-combine and had Leal five, and I now have Travis Jones four. That's my only oh, okay. change. Oh, there was a change at the top, too, the Georgia boys that we'll get to, but, you know. Yeah, he- yeah, I think everybody saw that one coming. Dale, tell, <laughs> right. tell, us, tell us about Fedarian Mathis, your number five, Dale. Uh, just uh, as I mentioned at the Senior Bowl, uh, a long, uh, lean kind of uh, defensive tackle. Uh, you know, he could play defensive tackle on the inside of a 4-3 or outside in a 3-4, depending on what you ask. He was a team captain at Alabama in 2021, which, you know, I, I think kind of matters, uh, you know, for guys coming out of that program with the – all the other good guys that they have, he was considered one of the captains. Uh, ten tackle, ten and a half tackles for a loss last year. Nine sacks, uh, fifty-three tackles. I mean, there's just a. I think he has a high floor. He's kind of like one of these "what you see is what you get" kind of players, which, to be fair, is what a lot of these Alabama guys are. I mean, you see these guys, these Alabama defensive tackles in particular, the highly drafted ones, stepping right in across the league and becoming instant starters and you know very good contributors over the course of their careers they'll keep going because you and i both have the same number four that would be uh, perry and winfrey of oklahoma yeah he tore up the senior bowl uh you know he just just destroyed people was a was a jc guy um so maybe not quite as heralded as some of these other guys uh, but man, he was dominant in the in the Senior Bowl practices. He was the national team MVP with five tackles and two sacks in in that game as well. Um, you know, did okay last year at, at Oklahoma. Again, it was a transfer out of a, a, a Iowa Western Community College. Not exactly a uh, a football factory there, uh, but uh, he's still just 21 years old. So you know, you're going to get a lot of a lot more upside with a guy like that. And I think he's a, a player that uh, is is definitely ascending. And we've got the same number three as well. I've uh, I've got Travis Jones there, as do you, Dale. Matt, you said you had Jones fourth after I, the combine did. because uh, he's over 300 pounds and he runs a sub 540 <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous it really was i mean i moved him from five to four and he by the way it wasn't the fastest sub 540 and he's not the heaviest over 300 pounds so he's yeah. one of the guys that is over 300 pounds that ran a sub 540 yeah, and, and I don't know that we have to, you know, really hold that one out like where no one's gonna like like Jordan Davis isn't gonna come up. And I think Jordan Davis being this class might have hurt <laughs> Travis Jones a little bit. Like yeah. no one's talking about what a freak this dude is from UConn because Davis was even freakier. But <laughs> so I mean, I love him. I mean, I, I feel a little bad putting them all the way down at four i just like the three ahead of them and one of them is a borderline dnd tackle i kind of cheated with my number three guy but jones was great on tape better at the senior bowl better at the combine like what don't we like here really heavy hands i mean when he when he hits somebody it's he's it's like a heavyweight boxer uh with with his punch i mean it just kind of shocks the offensive lineman he's really interesting yeah, 325 pounds, 4.92 Not official. Bad. And, wow. you know, to me, if you can stuff the run, that's that's enough for that nose tackle position. I know everybody also wants them to be able to rush, but stopping the run is important. These guys, uh, and we're going to get to Jordan Davis in a little bit here, but these guys appear to be multi-talented, multi-faceted interior defensive line players. Matt, your number three is Logan Hall of Houston. 
Yeah, and again, he's sort of a tweener. I mean, he's not quite 280 pounds, very long, almost 6'6". And I kind of look at him like a DeForest Buckner. You know, put on about 5 or 10 pounds on him with those crazy long arms and long limbs and just keep those shorter guards off of him. But he can line up outside as kind of a base 4-3 end as well. Um, I, I think he does a lot of things for a defensive front. And uh, last uh, but certainly not least, um, we've all got the last two in the same order, I believe, right? Devontae Wyatt, number two, and yeah. Jordan Davis, number one. Uh, Devontae Wyatt, 304 pounds, ran a 4.77. And Jordan Davis, 341, 4.78. Dale, I like this guy. Now, uh, they listed him at 360 this past year at Georgia. I'm told that he played at 350, according to scouts who went through uh, between the hedges during the season, but he was still down a little bit for the combine. I liked him when all I thought he was was a run stuffer who could make plays sideline to sideline. I didn't care about pass rushing, that type of stuff, but Oh my God, 478. He's 341 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, we're getting it, a little redundant here, but I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around what I saw in Indianapolis. And just seeing him at the at the combine, how wide his shoulders are and, and how broad he is. I mean, he's just a massive human being that is an athlete. Uh, you know, I mean, both of those guys. And people might say, well, Jordan Davis only played 24 snaps a game at Georgia last year. Well, he had Devontae Wyatt there with him as well. And then they've got another guy uh, coming up. I believe his last name is Carter, who will be probably the top defensive tackle taken in next year's draft. He so, might be better than these guys. It, and he That's... might be better than these guys. So <laughs> right. it, this isn't – this doesn't – you know, Matt brings this up all the time. If jo if Jordan Davis is, is at another school, if he's at Pitt, and I'm not picking on Pitt here by sure. any stretch of the imagination, he's playing 45 snaps a game. So – and he, and he puts up much better numbers. So I, I don't look at this as, as a downer. Uh, he said himself at the combine that he played last year between 350 and 360. Uh, he felt 340 was a more uh, 341 was a more natural weight for him, if you can believe that. Um, he's a, just a naturally big guy and a natural athlete. And real quick, since we're lumping these Georgia guys together, I think it's important to analyze their scheme a little bit in Georgia. Everyone knows it was an amazing defense. But really, what they wanted from their D linemen was, yeah, of course, to make plays and dominate the people ahead of you. But if you can eat up blocks, N'Kobe Dean and those linebackers we'll talk about in the linebacker tri triple take, just run around them, you know, free as, free as could be. And Davis is outstanding at that. But Wyatt, to me, will be used a little differently in the next level because I think he's a real upfield penetrating type and was held back actually a little bit by the Bulldogs. Yeah, a little, yeah. Bit, little bit more of a burst and a little quicker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not much, but a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah, the only, the only problem I have with Wyatt is that he's kind of an overage prospect and you're going to see some of these guys in this draft that spent six years in college. So he turns 24 this month. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, teams may, some teams may hold that against a guy like that. You probably only get, you know, maybe one contract out of him. If you take him in the first round, I get it. Uh, but he's still a really good football player. Really. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't mind the extra experience. Um, particularly when we talk about these defenders, you know, some of these offensive people, we talk about upside and Matt, you've mentioned on these programs, how it sometimes takes tight ends a while, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to develop at the NFL level for whatever reason. Quarterbacks obviously grow into the job. If you bring a guy in and you know what he does and he does it for you for four or five years, mission accomplished. 100%. 100%. 
That's going to do it for uh, defensive tackles. I just want to remind everyone that you can catch uh, programs such as this one on all of the Steelers' social media platforms. We're going to keep cranking them out until the draft in late April. So keep finding us however and wherever you found us. We certainly appreciate you for that. Till next time, for Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson, I'm Mike Pursuta. This has been the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.